Rebecca dismounted and gave Roscoe one of the carrots she'd just traded for. The jet-black steed plucked the vegetable from her fingers deftly with his lips before crunching it heartily. That's a good boy, Rebecca crooned, pulling on the animal's forelock. You deserve that. The campsite was small but homey. A simple tent sheltered a bedroll. Rebecca sat to stoking the smoldering fire and hanging the kettle above the flames to boil. She retrieved the newspaper she'd bought from the saddlebag and unfolded it, glancing at the stories as she waited for her first cup of coffee of the day. She had to have the stuff to get her going. Rebecca hadn't planned on a trip to the depot, but the empty coffee bag had propelled her back into civilization. Normally, she avoided it. There was no one Rebecca liked better than Roscoe. He was a good horse, well-behaved when it mattered, and spunky at every other moment. She had to laugh as he tried to reach into the saddlebag that had another two carrots in it. Let's save those for later, shall we? She suggested, raising a dark eyebrow. Roscoe gave up on it and grazed instead, as Rebecca continued to peruse the pages, the ink blackening her rough fingers. She skimmed over the stories about fires and thievery, reading another piece about pelt prices a little more closely. Rebecca kept track of the goings-on in Idaho in her own way, or not at all. The wildness of this place suited her, and she bemoaned the fact that she needed people at all. Even worse were the people who continued to arrive near and around her campsite, pulling down trees and pushing up houses. It made her itchy and restless. At times, Rebecca prayed about what direction to take. Praying and the Bible were things that had held over from earlier in her life. The words in her well-worn Bible never changed, but they still seemed to shift and adapt to lead her through whatever difficulties that sprang up in her life. They certainly sprang up often. She knew she was no one's ideal woman. She preferred buckskins over dresses, a single braid down her back instead of a complicated coiffure. Though she pretended not to, she heard what people whispered when her back was turned. She was a wild woman, untamed, even uncivilized. Rebecca would like to think that she could figure out how to comport herself in polite company, should she ever be so unlucky to have to deal with some. This was how Rebecca loved to live. The sky out here was as big as God himself, the mountains and trees an affirmation of his love. A roof made her feel like she was smothering. A town was even worse. The sweet tendrils of adventure and possibility dragged her from one campsite to the next. If she were in the wilderness, she could survive. There was nothing more comforting than that. She'd learned lessons from every stage of her early life, through every mishap and tragedy. Rebecca had gleaned considerable knowledge from every person who had ever taken her in and stowed it safely away in her mind before she was turned loose again. Trapping, she'd learned from her uncle, accompanying him in the mountains in the frigid winters, baiting ponds and clearings for beavers and raccoons, whatever varmints, as he liked to label them, would happen to stumble into their snares. Shooting, she'd learned from a distant cousin. So distant, she'd left when he suggested marriage. 
Rebecca had been thirteen at the time and had no inclination to marry at all, least of all a family member she'd been handed off to. Riding, she learned from an aunt on her father's side. The aunt, the wife of a prominent rancher, had insisted on side saddle lessons, but Rebecca just hadn't understood a purpose. She had better balance sitting astride. Wasn't it the point not to fall off? From watching the other men who worked on her aunt's property, Rebecca had deduced the proper techniques for everything from trot to canter. Roscoe had been a gift from this aunt before Rebecca was sent away, a long line of casual rejections that she told herself had never so much as stung. Determination? Rebecca came by that, naturally, she was told. Most of her far-flung family preferred to call it stubbornness, as in, You're as stubborn as your mother, God bless her soul.